0: Podcast Network Asia.
1: Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the podcast. It's me, the host of the show, and your friend, Julianne. And for today's podcast episode, I have something very special. I actually had a conversation months ago with a friend, Anton Fausto. But when I saved the file to my laptop, and reviewed it the audio got botched so some parts of it were missing and so with the help of my wonderful team here at podcast network asia we were able to stitch it up and save some of the parts some of the wonderful parts containing wisdom from my conversation with Anton. and so i still really want to share it with you because it was wonderful it was fun it was conversational and there were parts of it that were very vulnerable and I believe that it's worth sharing. We first talked about how it's not always necessary to cut people out of your life immediately and how quality over quantity is important when it comes to friendships.
2: Yeah, I, I would say maybe it's more of the, I, I, I agree with you and I did have that perspective shift, but I think it was more of the... How do you define your friendships? because um, I, I do see, I read those art, I read some articles too. I I see a lot of posts. And I think the narrative of a lot of posts that I see, not all, it's kind of negative. It's always talking about cutting off toxic people, like cut, cut off these negative, you know, influences in your life, which I do agree with. But then I feel like it's not about focusing on the negative and taking them away. I think it's more of like. Focus on what are the good things around you. What are those relationships you really want to um, form and mold. And I also in in school, I did love it. I loved how I can just walk by myself in school. And then I'm going to see people I know. I'm going to say hi and all those things. Uh, I agree also with the quality over quantity thing. But instead of… I, I don't like looking at it anymore as like how… I had like a hundred friends in school. How come they're not here now? I think it's more of a, I'm grateful. It's more of that… How I look at it now is that I'm grateful that I have been able to meet so many people to help me develop that skill of making friends. So it's not anymore about if I see a friend or not. I have that confidence that no no matter who I bump into, who I run into in life. Quantity and quality thing. I'm grateful that I had the quantity experience of friends down already. Like I was able to make a lot of friends and meet people. But instead of thinking like, oh, where are those people now? How come they're not in my life? I, I'm i just grateful for the opportunity to have created those friendships. Because I, I think that's the, more of the how many friends do I have? I like to focus more on how, how good are you at making friends? Like how yours to meet new people, try to find some common ground and make a connection.
1: Then I talked about a negative experience I had with a friend and actually what I didn't share with Anton for this conversation of ours is that a friendship and relationship overlapped in my past in the sense that one of my best friends and the guy I was dating went behind my back and that was truly what wrecked me for some time. I actually still have yet to talk about this on other content of mine. But basically, I didn't know my worth and I was at a toxic place not knowing what to do. And after vaguely sharing this with our dear guest, Anton, he had a great question. And by the way, he technically was the guest for this episode, but he was a wonderful host as well.
2: Let me let me ask you something about that, Jan. Yeah. With that experience, do you look back at it? Do you how, how do you look about it? Like, are you are you sad it happened? Are you do you regret the friendships? Because I, no. I I've had that too. But then yeah, you're grateful then with with that yeah, exactly. type of experience. Right? Like, you know the type of people you don't want to hang out with mm-hmm. in the future.
1: Exactly. That that's also a really good point. Of course, it all boils down to gratitude. If I were, if I didn't have that experience, I wouldn't have this reflection right now. Yeah, that's and right, that's right. You know, we learn we learn about that as well, but I mean, looking back at it, I feel like this is something that I haven't shared a lot in my content, but I was really at such a toxic place before. Um mm-hmm. and I was just allowing it to happen because I mean, not that I didn't know any better, but I didn't value myself enough.
2: You know. I have a question by over that. Yeah. Um yeah, I've got it to see your content. And, and you talk about a lot of, I'm not gonna ask you to tell me what those toxic experiences were or those you know getting bullied or those negative people in your life. I don't want to ask. You, was there a turning point? Was there a specific turning point where you sort of like realized this isn't the situation I want to be in and did something about it or or was it this is something I'm trying to learn eh. Are there those major turning points or is it something that's just so subtle? It's like point one percent every day. There's a, there's a point one percent change in your life every day. Like like if you if if there's an answer for you, like well, well, how would you look at it?
1: No, thank you for that question. That's a really good question, and I, and I do have an answer to that. So my answer would be the first one you said. There was a turning point. I was like, wait a second. I'm so depressed. That's what I said, and I was like. This is, honestly speaking, now this is going to get real. I was like, so this is what people like Robin Williams felt that I didn't understand when I heard that news. You know, when I heard that news back, I think it was in high school. I was like, why would someone do that? It doesn't make sense. But when I, like everything piled up and I was like, oh no, I get it. I need to give myself a fighting chance. Um, I got to stop crying every single day. I got to stop Like, trash-talking myself for things that I didn't even do. Mm -hmm. Like, my fears and my negativities and my embarrassments and the mistakes that I've made that are rather small. And I enrolled myself in the gym. um, And I started my self-improvement journey.
2: Earlier this year, I got COVID earlier this year in March. And it was around March when I, in the morning, I found out that I had COVID. So I I couldn't talk to anyone. I I didn't see anyone. I was just stuck in this room. Um, I took the whole day to process that. Because hey, that's not just the… You're not just scared for your health. I was mainly scared for my family's health. Like I hope I didn't infect anyone. Or my brother's girlfriend's family as well. Like the fact that the girlfriend was here. So there are all these things. And then so the whole day, I was like processing that and figuring, okay, this is what I'm going to do for the next week. Um… This is how I'm going to spend my time. This is how I'm going to get to do my work done. Like I was figuring all those things, and then later that night is when I found out that my ex had was dating a new guy, and this was probably like a few months on. It was a few months after our breakup, Um, and so that's when that's when I was like, it didn't. When I found out, I was like, this is gonna hit me tomorrow. Like this is going to hurt. Sorry for my language. This is gonna hurt like a bitch. So I would say the next three days, that was really my lowest point. Like that was my like the whole time you're awake. People talk about heartbreak and they say, like, oh, my heart hurts. It's true. Like <laughs> your, your chest physically hurts. Like it's uh like there are physical manifestations to heartbreak. Surprise. Um and so it was there had, Probably probably was like three days where it was just I would lie down on the floor. I would. I have I've a I've I've trouble with with trying to cry. I know that crying is good for you to release your emotions and stuff, but for some reason, I don't know. I just I think I've cried so much when I was a kid. I was a crybaby. Yeah. So it was it was three days that I tried to go to sleep at night. I have a hard time sleeping at night. I tried to sleep just to like just just so you have a break from the pain. But then it's like I would close my eyes I'd wake up it's the next day but it doesn't feel like the next day. It feels like it's just the same like it, nothing changed. Like it doesn't feel like a new day where you're like oh what, am I so, what day is it today? It's really like okay yeah. there's another day. And I really it didn't feel like well yeah I didn't feel like things were gonna get better. But I I would say I had a lot of rock bottoms this pandemic but that was the rock bottom. It's like you're stuck in your room you have COVID your ex has moved on yeah, I would say that's the one. And then that's when I sort of started. I had a lot of turning I think that was probably the major, major turning point because by that time already I've been um, I've been meditating every morning. I've been journaling every morning. It's really not something like me to do. I'm someone who can't really sit still. I always like moving around. It's hard to I still get shocked up to this day that I get to spend 10 uninterrupted mo- minutes every morning not moving just Meditating. It's it's pretty. Yeah,
1: I this still, conversation so. just got way more interesting. Like, Three, okay. I, I knew I had so much to learn. Can I just, well, uh, let me comment on everything you said about the heart? Go ahead, breaking. go ahead. I thought I said I got. Yeah, that was good. But then you ended it at such a good point. Like, I am super pumped and I'm so excited for this next, the following part of the conversation about meditation. So remind me if I forget about the whole meditation part. Go ahead. Yeah, but sure, sure. best to answer your question earlier. Um when I refer to Robin Williams, yes it is like the peak of the darkness that he might have experienced at that time. So uh-huh, that's uh-huh. more of like the peak. Um I can never I hope visualize that's my peak. sorry. I,
2: I sorry, I, I hope that's my peak. I do not want to go through that again. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, I know that you learn from breakups, but <laughs> My God, I'm I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good for in this <laughs> life or for that type of experience. Honestly, <laughs> thank
1: you for sh- no, thank you for sharing that. That was like so raw and real. See, <laughs> close it. you
2: know what? Whatever makes you happy, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we didn't hear you have the best breakup, so you know. And if if anybody listens to this, and knows sir, I'm I'm happy for it. I'm happy for her. Just yeah. wanna let that. Just wanna, just wanna. It's, it's, it's
0: just. Yeah. No
2: matter. No matter who the guy is, I knew, no matter who the next guy is, (laughs) it's going to hurt. Like, even if it's the best guy or the worst guy, even if it's someone who's like a lesser version of me, that's not the case. (laughs) But um, this is going to hurt no matter who it is.
1: So make sure to check out his social media and his own podcast. Thank you once again to Anton Fausto for being a wonderful guest and for sharing personal details of his life. It was so much fun talking to you. And with all of that said, my friends, please remember that your presence has purpose. There's a reason why you're here, why you're still here. Most importantly, the Lord God is always with us. Please do tag me on Instagram story, tag well on Instagram. Share this with family, friends, people who you think need to hear this, and I'll talk to you on the next podcast episode.